Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in unbothered. Ah, it's right there. <laughs> it was right there. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And um, I don't know about you, but, and maybe I've already said this, but uh, I know I'm in the rich part of town when everybody is driving so super fast because oh. they don't care about gas prices or I think <laughs> like large insurance claims. I think they're all like living a life. I don't like I'm <laughs> the other day I was at this red light in this like rich neighborhood. And when it went green, everybody just like, t- it was like a drag race. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I thought I was just on <laughs> Gilbert road. Like I didn't think I was like in a race and I'm like, are you all just like so loaded? Because with gas prices this high, you think I'm touching the gas pedal like that? No. <laughs> no, I am not. not. I have five kids to feed. Are you kidding me? What are you guys You're not doing? flooring it? No. <laughs> You're not flooring what it when it turns on? green. Why is why is everybody driving like am I just getting old? But or like, but seriously, who has the money? Who has the money to drive like be. that? Yeah, yeah, you know, it could be that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I do think like... That's fair. I'm trying to think too in Phoenix, like, yeah, I think I, I mean, I get what you're saying for sure. I'll be interested to hear if other people have that same experience. Because yeah, Yeah. there's like, yeah, I can imagine the areas that you're talking about. And well, I think the cars are usually newer. Yes. And bigger. Yes. And I mean, maybe a lot of them have Teslas now. So they're like not even concerned. They don't even care at all. There's so many (laughs) Teslas. They don't care. And that's what I'm saying is like, oh, your your insurance is so good on that Tesla that you don't care that you almost some banana hair kid almost like head on collision the other day and is like, I don't even know. It was like a classic car and he's like 12. Yeah. What are you doing? What do you, what do you, you live a life. You can't even drive. You can't even drive. I can't even relate (laughs) to what you're doing right now at all. No, Yeah. I would feel that way. I was always like the crotchety old lady whenever I would, when I was working in Tempe. Yes. I would always be like these darn kids. They think they're immortal. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it really is. I just, you know, the older you get, the more you're like, oh no, everything my dad told me is right. Just He was just right. He was right about it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I mean, you just like, now, uh, yeah, I don't know. Now it's like when you approach a red light, it's almost like a game. Like how smoothly can I approach the red light? And like, yeah. especially if you have a passenger you're like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna approach so smoothly that my passenger is like not even gonna like, doesn't even know. feel not even gonna yeah. know yeah 
But when you're young, it's just like, whatever. Blare my music. Like, everyone wants to hear my music, right? And then... They do not. Oh. No, they don't. they don't. They don't. Nobody wants to hear your music. Nobody else likes it. No. Do you remember... I don't know if you remember this, but um, a couple years ago, Eric and some of his friends went like hiking out into the desert. I don't think Matthew went on this trip, but like in all the photos. Is that when they shot the pig? No, that never happened. (laughs) 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 Uh, That didn't. No, no one shot a pig. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, But uh, (laughs) it was a different time. But uh, (laughs) what I'm saying what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. in all the photos, like they're they're like backpacking in the desert, and Eric's like holding a Starbucks cup. <laughs> like he stopped and got Starbucks first because he needed for coffee for his hike. For his hike, he's <laughs> like he was planning on staying in the desert for days. Yeah, and he's like walking along, and they're like they all got gear on or whatever. And there's Eric with his Starbucks cup. Anyway, we went to the gym this morning, and he was like going to walk in with just an open cup of coffee. Like he's one of those people who will drive around with just like a plastic. Don't get me started on open cup people. Open cup. He's an open cup like, person. Like, ugh. like it's insanity. Like, where do you put the cup after? Listen, though, there are people driving around with mugs of hot coffee, just just driving around, living their lives. Mugs of hot coffee. I get my husband is is one of them, but he's but with iced coffee, obviously. Yeah. Like in a pinch, I get it. Like there's nothing left. This is all I have. What if you live your life in such a way that you're always in a pinch? (laughs) I know it to the point where it's a preference. You like to you like to fill be a cup. Yes, you like to fill a cup up with ice, at, or whatever, whatever you drink, whatever it is you're drinking, you psycho. <laughs> and then you just get in the car with you it just, just open, with open. It's so I knew you'd love that. I just it's so you. stressful. My I just had it. he was going to he was going to walk into the gym with it. You can't. Gym. You can't do that. I think you can. I think he would have. We, we may or I may or may not have an inherited set of Cheesecake Factory water glasses. You know, those enormous ones that you could like kill a person with. You could just like shatter it over their head and they'd be done. Yes. My husband may or may not fill that up. Fill one of those suckers up before we leave the house. And just sip on it. Sip on it while we just drive. Just open. Open top. (laughs) Like we're in a like we're in a cheesecake factory, just drinking out of the (laughs) It's too casual for me. It's just too (laughs) casual for me. Okay, you guys can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Today is let's see, next week. We, I mean, theoretically, if we're starting on, we're starting that hideous strength. Are we doing that? Is that we're we're starting it next week? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next week, we are going to be starting that hideous strength in the Sheila Legends Book Club. This is the time for you to join. 
We are going to not give a ton of homework because, hi, it's the holidays. Hello. Yeah. We're trying to get enough traction before because we don't want to take like a month and a half break from. We don't need to do that, but we do need to take a little break for the end of year holidays. And so we're trying to get we want to get a few weeks of reading in that way. Like we don't feel too stalled out when we take our little break. So um, this is a great time for you to join. Super easy pace. All of that's happening at patreon.com slash sheologians. And now is the time to get your holiday stuff. Um, that's at shopsheologians.com. Joy drew it all. So go check it out. Also, all of our regular stuff's there too. But um, true. We are going to talk. To, we're, here's what we're doing today. We're taking a conglomeration of snodgrass. Here, wait, one more thing though. Okay. Yes. If you're in the market for that's right for beard products for my husband your uses them I like them um, we are going to recommend you go to forgedbeardco.com that's forged like a sword you know like you forged it in a fire yeah mm-hmm. yep. Mount Doom like or manly, something yeah Lord of the Rings that makes sense right swords um, so uh, please go check them out they have beard wash they have beard oils they have many things to look at uh and many scents and um you can get a discount by entering the code sheologians at checkout uh so go go uh take a look and um they're also i don't see there's no new um when we're recording this they haven't released a new scent but he was uh they were saying that they were going to release a new scent. So that's yeah. uh, coming. We're time traveling a little as bit well. again. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But okay, yeah. So the email that I get all the time is. Well, like I said, I'm going to take like a hundred emails and distill them down into a sentence. And hopefully this will help some of you. But the question that we get is, you know, hey, um, my insert relationship here is coming over for Thanksgiving and I know it's going to be awkward and they love baby murder and their aunt is a trans guy and um, they voted for Obama (laughs) and um, they hate church and um, they are going to be difficult. How do I what do I do? How do I handle this? Um, and so this is the time of year where because it's the holidays and because so many of us are going to be busy serving others, where I think it's really easy to get really fussy and feel really stretched thin really fast. And um, that's very relatable. And I totally get it. And um, here's the mind shift change I'm going to tell you guys about that I think is very helpful. And this is, I think, just like there's a there's a lot of great step number ones um, that can work for you. But my step number one is to change my mindset from I I got to do this to I get to do this. Mm -hmm. So. I think number one step of like maybe feeling fussy is like, oh, this is a lot and I don't know if I can handle it. 
And so just thinking in terms of like, I get to do this. I get to serve. I get to host. I get to maybe Mm -hmm. give the gospel to somebody who needs it. I get to make this time special. So the got to, to the get to shift, I think is a really important one. And it's also important that you feel that way because if you don't, I think your guests or your family will know. They will know. (laughs) Yeah, they can tell. There's no question Mm -hmm. (laughs) that if you're feeling like, ugh, I have to do this, everyone (laughs) else knows that you're feeling that way too. So don't deceive yourself. (laughs) What did you put in these cookies? Vanilla (laughs) extract and just a tiny bit of hatred and impatience. Just just plain pumpkin puree is what (laughs) I put in them. (laughs) Grandiose expectations. That's what I'm tasting tyranny yeah it's, it's tyranny it tastes like tyranny um and try i, I love. Think, try yeah, love try that <laughs> try that um and i'm not at all downplaying that i know some some of us will be in very uncomfortable situations Ooh. and i think just asking yourself like okay this is the situation the lord has put me in so how do i turn a profit on it How do I be a blessing and not a drag? And I will grant that there are situations where, and I'm I'm not talking about these situations. There are some situations, I agree, where it's probably best that you don't have so-and-so over. There are those. There are situations where you probably shouldn't have so-and-so in your home. I grant that. What I will say is that there is a chance that you might be feeling that way and that might not be the best option. Yeah. And that sometimes you have to be willing and looking for actual opportunities to bless somebody who is difficult to bless and and start le- like lead with that. Can can we do this? Can I serve this person? Can I have mm-hmm. this person over? Can I uh bury this grievance? as it should be. Um, and, and I think lead, lead with that. Sometimes the answer is going to be, no, that's between you and God and your spouse and whoever else. Yeah. And those situations exist. So we're not, I'm not talking about this. (laughs) That's not, that's not this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, when I was thinking about this, I what kind of just came to mind for me is that sometimes people need you to be like the blank that they're not. Like some people, sometimes people need you to be the friend that they're not or the sister that they're not or the (laughs) mother-in-law that they're not. (laughs) Um, And... And they don't know that they need that. And they actually might not care for it because they have no palate for pleasant, kind things. So they're not going to, we don't, we don't make them the standard for what makes a nice family get together. Because if it were up to them, you'd all be brawling in the backyard. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But... (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I just think that, um, the, the other thing that I was really mainly thinking about is just like, like, don't be afraid. 
this is not this is not something that all of us have to develop. Some of us are more unbothered than others. Summer, you are much more unbothered than me. Summer is not if she, like if she doesn't understand something that someone said, Summer will just be like like she not it's not even it, it's not it, she's not even trying. She her face will tell you without even it's not even like her brain's like I don't understand say I don't understand it's like the face will instantly be like oh she doesn't get okay and and saying things true just saying things that are not that might seem scary to some of us like summer I don't think you're incredibly terrified to say many things this these are good things but here's the thing just don't be afraid. Like mm. it's, it's worth it to just tell yourself, don't be afraid. If my family says this thing, if my family says this thing, just don't be afraid and have something to say. I promise you. So like one of the, a, a big thing that I kept coming to when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to say for this is that like mm. uh, being unbothered, in your service is going to require like mm. you to front load the bother for the year. <laughs> so you're going to have to prepare at some point. You're going to have to bother yourself with things like reading your Bible, praying mm. for these people. Um, and, uh, and, you know, maybe even if there is a specific topic that you're, if whatever that topic is that you're like, oh man, I'm so afraid that's going to come up. Maybe you need to prepare yourself a little bit for that. Maybe you do need to bother yourself a little bit with that. And then when the moment comes, say, I did my due diligence. Yeah. I have armed myself with information. I have armed myself with the word and I don't need to be afraid. I don't need to be yeah. afraid if they say something. The most that's going to happen is that they're, someone's going to leave angry. And and honestly, I, I can't tell you how many times I have thought something was going to go bad and it didn't go bad. And or maybe it did go bad for a second. But we kind of you kind of rein it in like and then by the time everyone leaves everything's okay and nothing is bad. Yeah. The point is, is that like sometimes these things, sometimes your one holiday is not representative of this entire relationship that you're going to have with this person. Um, and so you need to be willing to just say, I'm not going to be a control freak mm -hmm. over this person. I know that we get it into our heads. Sometimes it's like, I have this unbelieving family member, and I need to give them the gospel. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But what I'm saying is we like, we kind of, we kind of stop being just like people like a normal person. And all of a sudden, we're like trying to figure out, okay, where do I put it in? Where do I put it in? Where do I put it in? I would, I would say it is much more pleasant to just pray for an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Or pray like, like, I'm always a fan of being like, God, I, I will not give this person the gospel. I'm a chicken. Like mm. I won't clearly, I won't. We're 
Right. I got. I would have done it if I was going to do it. It's my husband's sister and we've been married for 10 years and I chicken out every Christmas and I, and every Christmas she brings something up and I never say anything. And it's like, I need you to, I need you to do it. I need to have the words. I need the opportunity. And so I do think that a little bit of preparation goes a long way. way. Yeah. But not to the point where you're like, you don't have to have like a cheat sheet of note cards where you're like, and then if she says this, say this. And then if she says this, say this. Like you still have, Lord willing, you have time. You have, you'll have multiple opportunities. You may have more opportunities because you said something. And like, uh, there is no way for you to know exactly what is going to happen (laughs) in this situation you are being fearful of what could happen. And we need to just, I get it. Like, I get it. I'm totally that person that's like, and then what if everyone's mad and everyone hates each other and they're staying in our guest bedroom? (laughs) So it's not even like they're leaving. (laughs) I never thought of any of this. (laughs) It's okay. It is. It is okay. It's okay. It's okay. At worst, you're going to be, at worst, you're going to be hosting people who absolutely hate your guts for the next three days. And you know what? It's going to be okay. It'll be okay. It's fine. Right? It's going to be that. That sounds like a fun game to me, actually. Um, and maybe, <laughs> maybe it's because it doesn't bother me if someone doesn't like me. Um, yeah. But like the game could be, well, maybe by the time they leave, they're going to love me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's a, that sounds like a fun game to me. Like, Oh, you yeah. don't like me? Let me make your favorite breakfast. Like, yeah. My suggestion would be if someone doesn't like you, um, who cares? Who cares? Like, I just what does it matter? What does it matter? Does does it matter? Because are you only able to serve someone who likes you? Because the answer to that is no. You can serve people right. who don't like you. I, and I really think most people listening to this would be like, yeah, I don't have a problem. I just don't. And again, like it all leads to your expectations. Like what are your expectations for your holiday? And I get that we all have this expectation. We all have this image in our head of la, la, chestnuts la, la, la. roasting what? on the open fire. I have never done that and in my life. Do people do that? <laughs> they do in A Christmas Carol. Just oh, okay. Um, See, I already can't relate so in, to that book. In, in old timey England, they did. That was like a big thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> or you know, maybe you're like, you know, and then we sit down to the piano and like I play the carols and, um, and then the family gathers around and we all sing and yeah, and it's like. You don't even play the piano. No. Come on. No one's doing that. <laughs> like <laughs> no one's doing that. You're not doing that. <laughs> the point is is you'd need to take some piano lessons for that to happen. You're going to have to you have to have realistic expectations um and you can't demand again like we were talking about like it's tyrannical to make people have your same expectations um and but it's just uh it's going to be a part of having people over that disagree with things or, or whatever, just prepare yourself yeah. a little bit. And it's like, it's going to be okay. It's going yeah. to be okay. And the reason here's the thing is even if you have to like buck up against this system that maybe you're afraid to, 
rustle feathers or afraid to cause a problem. It's, it is the, I mean, these days, the very best thing you can do is to actually practice and live by what you say you believe. Cause that's really what, I mean, that's where we're at in terms of like, that's where the evangelical world is at. It's like everyone says they're Christian, but there's a big difference between people who say they are and people who say they are. And then they live, live differently. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's like, you know, that may lead to some rough situations, but the glory is goes to God. Right. That's, yeah. Like that's the question that's is just, like, who, who are you actually serving? Right. Right. So if the Lord has placed certain people in your life that are difficult, that are going to be unpleasant, like, I think, you know what I think some of this is too, is like, I think people who have a really, um, they're like full of dread or just like really emotional about this have not done enough street evangelism. And maybe, maybe this was like built into me because I was on the street as a kid with my dad getting screamed at and just like being disliked and having a really good time doing it. But it's like, I'm not out here to make everybody like me. This isn't a, this isn't a who can like me game. This is a like, can I get you to hear the gospel? And I think a lot of times when we have family situations, it's like, you have to be willing to be unliked and have a good time anyway. Like having a good time, uh, despite the fact that someone dislikes you is I believe a Christian duty because Jesus actually says like, how are, how are we supposed to feel when we're being persecuted? We're supposed to go, Oh, like that's blessing. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm being blessed. Oh, someone doesn't like me. Someone's mad at, Oh, that's a blessing. Well, it is a blessing. If what you're doing, if they're disliking you for your service to the Lord, right. You're going to be blessed by that. Um, And that's evangelism, by the way, that's going out and doing street evangelism. That's going out. You know, we, the Mormons here, wow, big opportunity going out to your abortion mill, like being disliked for the sake of the Lord is one of the most fun things you could ever do. And so I, I would say apply that to service in your home. It's like, okay, who am I here for? I'm here for everybody else. I'm here to serve the Lord. I'm here to use my home as a tool for him. And if someone doesn't like me, like I don't, who, who cares? That doesn't, that, that like, that's not who I'm not here to be liked. Like I'm here to try to serve. And so I think it's just, there is a courage required. You have to be willing to be disliked and to have the confidence in knowing I'm not here being unlikable, but like the work I'm doing is for the Lord. And so I don't have to worry about man. It's fear of man versus fear of God. And I would just highly recommend fear of God over fear of man, because it's going to actually produce like joy. It's going to actually produce an unbotheredness. It's going to actually produce courage to do difficult things, to not be bothered by what people think 
or what they might say or what might come out of their mouths. And I do think some sometimes the email we get is like, I don't want my kids to be exposed to X, Y, Z. And again, there are some situations where I would say, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Um, but if your kid's going to be exposed to like a liberal opinion, mm-hmm. that's not... Hopefully you've trained them to overlook that. And also... The last thing I feel like I want to say is that, like, it's okay to just, like, call their bluff a little bit. It's like, you don't like me? Why are you here? (laughs) You came over here. You came here to my house. And you're an adult. Like, you don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. And you're here. So I'm just saying, maybe you don't hate me as much as you think I do or as much as you think you do. Maybe or or maybe my pot roast is so good that (laughs) this God, this God hater will show up at my table every year and (laughs) I will have an opportunity to be kind and they will sit under they will they will sit. They will sing hymns. They will sit quietly and close their eyes for the prayer and. And I'm just saying, I'm just saying if they don't want to be there, they don't have to be there. That's right. And um, my last thought is sometimes the question is like, um, and this is an awkward one. So I agree that this is a difficult one. What if my so-and-so's children are so misbehaved that, you know, one of them's definitely going to fall and break an ankle. One of them's definitely going to bite my child. One of them's definitely like, what do I do now it is a hard one and again there are some situations where you might have to say to your cousin or your sister or your friend like hey i can't bring my kid around your kid if this is how it's going to be yeah that's hard that's a hard situation that's a painful situation sometimes that boundary does have to be drawn but again i would say in most of these in most not all, but in most of these situations, lead with how tough can I be? How gracious can I be? You should be leading with, I want to be hospitable. I want to do this. And then assess from there. And and if that's, again, that is an email I get a lot. (laughs) And you know, I think something that you should want to build into your children is seeing how like seeing how other kids live and other people live and then having them be able to discern like, oh, I don't want to be like that. Oh, I don't want like and that's fine. Not in a pharisaical way, but just of like your kids are going to go out into the world and they're going to be around other people their age And they need to understand that not every household is the same. Not everybody parents the same. And this shouldn't rock their world Mm -hmm. when they come to some sort of realization that like, oh, my friend was allowed to watch that cartoon and I wasn't like that shouldn't be shocking. That shouldn't be like a grand revealing of information. I think it's really, really important for your kids for you to talk to your kids about like, this is why we do it this way. And this is why we do it this way. And yes, you know, our friend, they do this with their kid and that's different. And if they want to do it that way, okay, here's why, you know, this, we're not going to do that. And 
you know, I think the proof is in the pudding when you're willing to have those conversations and when you're open with your kids about that, especially your teenagers, because your teenagers are going to start asking questions. You know, I'm already getting the, hey, you know, my friend watched this movie. Can I watch this movie? And I'm like, no, you can't watch this movie. And they're like, wait, but my friend was allowed to watch it. They're Christian. Why can't, you know, and having those conversations, the holidays can bring a lot of those up because we have different traditions. We're around people. We might not always be. It's so important to have those and they're not hard to have. And um, I think they build loyalty. And so um are there some kids that you might not want your kids around? Yes, absolutely. Are there some lines you should draw? Yes, absolutely. Can you lead with hospitality and then go from there? Yes, you should. Yeah, I think that you we need to like pair hospitality and just honesty together. Like hosp- a tenant of hospitality is not just like you uh, you Uh, absorb the morality and behavior of the people you let into your house. No. Right. And I think that's what that feels awkward. It feels awkward because it's like, I want them to feel at home and it's like, well, but if your home is different from their home, they might think something you do is weird. They might think it's like, they might think that you're wrong. They might. And it's like, can we all still be in the same house? Yeah. Great. Great. Are they still showing up? Great. Like, this is just, yeah. This is just how some praise God for relationships that are not like that, where it's just like, man, we're so like minded. We like we know that, like in terms of the conversation with kids, it's like I know they discipline their kids, even if we don't discipline the exact same way. So like I know that they're not like if their kid does something while they're here, they're gonna get you know. Those are great relationships to have they're not the only kind of relationship that we have and that's why we get the com- that's why we get the question because especially this time of year you're more likely to right. be hosting a, a more varied groups of people but that it's good it's a good thing and you just i think you just have to practice not being afraid yeah you just have to practice just saying like oh well we don't we don't like, do we it don't that, do that way. Here. That's not where we're doing. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and, not a hard thing to say. Yeah. No, we're not going to, we're not, our kids aren't allowed to do that is, is, a, right. is a fine thing yep. to say that doesn't have to be full of turmoil and pain and drama. You just have to have the courage to say it. And again, fear God, not man. Yeah. And Especially if they're hard. making it weird, if they're the one that makes it weird, it's like, that's not you. You can't control their behavior. Again, these are like, this is the expectation thing. Like, your is your expectation that I should be able to say something that this person disagrees with and they agree with it? Yeah. <laughs> like, that can't be your expectation. So it's just, it's going to be okay. Yes. <laughs> you can't control people. It will be okay. I promise. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, I'm loving, by the way, I'm getting so many emails and comments that are like, hey, I did search your website and you haven't said this thing yet. Okay, what are our topics that we allegedly have not covered? Um, Well, they're right because sometimes, sometimes they're right. Sometimes we don't cover on this podcast. We need to get to it. We need to get to it. Okay. 
Um, but we are. So one of the things I keep getting is like the sandwich bread. Like, where is it? So that's soon. We're going okay. over practical, practical things soon. We'll I'll mm-hmm. go over the sandwich bread. That's fine. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have a workout routine. People think I have I've published like a workout routine. I have not done that. Mm. So many, so many reasons why I would never do that too. So maybe I need to talk about that yeah. at some point because that's one I keep getting. Um, but you guys, I'm just saying I'm proud. I'm proud that people are using the search function. You guys are great. You guys are my people. You're my listeners. You you've you understood the assignment, is what I want to yeah. say. Um, but but I'm saying this out loud to you right now while we're recording. Three three years have passed and we still have not given them your sausage ball recipe. And I still <laughs> get I, yelled at. I have given it, I have given it multiple times on the podcast. Well, we're but doing it next just, week. We're doing it just next want, week. <laughs> I don't even know it anymore. You're gonna have <laughs> well, you have a week to figure it out. You have one week. To figure this out because I do not want any more emails <laughs> about where is the sausage ball recipe. You have seven days, Joy. This is a threat. I have your address. I'm going to show up. I'm going to shake it out of you. So I swear I have like given approximate instructions before on it. But people want like a written recipe, but I don't know it like that. Well, I like I said, you have seven days. Okay. Okay. You have seven days. If I have to get this email one more time, <laughs> gonna die. Like, I feel like I make things better than the sausage balls, even. But you do. It's fine. You do. Oh, people are still talking about your beets recipe, which, by the way, is just you chopping up beets and putting them in right. olive oil and salt. <laughs> yeah, and it's not a recipe. <laughs> it is now. So it's 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 going and it's going okay it's you guys going leave, leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and we will see you next week see ya jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way what fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all 